0: Welcome to another beautiful day. This is another live session of the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips, Akintola. I want to specially welcome you this morning to this wonderful uh, training and teaching the Lord has been, you know, given to us in the spiritual development of our journey towards that place of divine perfection in Him for um a while we've been looking into the concept of the dynamics of a shift in season over a nation or a society and i believe once again this morning heaven will continue to guide and lead us and bring us to that place where we can fully communicate with that which the spirit of the lord all right has in stock for us thank you sister myrtle for joining this morning All right. So I want to welcome everybody this morning. I'm starting a little bit late. Please pardon me. Um, But uh, we are just going to continue to, you know, look into God's word and look into God's uh, heart and mind for this new day. Something uh, I I I love to emphasize, and I'll always emphasize, is the relevance of you know the word of God in 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 all that we do including in our spiritual uh, um, interaction like prayer right we we we, we are built on the, the reality of God's truth of God's Word so once again I just quickly want to emphasize that our prayer time right, is established upon the principles of God's Word and if we do that and understand uh, you know the importance of that then it makes our prayer a bit easier and and effective the Bible says it's the fervent prayer of the righteous man that avail. So I really want to emphasize on that again. So the, 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 the reason why I take us through, you know, some of, you know, uh, the, the teachings and the principles in the word of God is basically to establish the values. Thank you, Brother Steve, for joining this morning is to be able to establish the values. All right, because the values of our, of our spirituality must be in coherence with the word of God. There must not be division. There must not be separation, regardless of how uh, desperate we are, regardless of the need in time, regardless of the challenge, regardless of the situation. We must never go outside the parameters of God's word, all right, to communicate to the Father. We must always stay within the ambience of truth so that, all right, whatever. We get and we receive, all right, can can you know can be maintained through the principles of the Word of God, and I'm saying this because you know you, you know you you have this uh, um, you know this false you know concept of you know once you start praying that anything just you know anything can just go anything can just happen no our prayer must be in alignment i mean with the word of god and that's why we need to study the word of god to know how god will have us engage him regarding every aspect of life we cannot pray outside The will of God. We cannot pray outside, you know, the counsel of God. One of the problems that we're seeing today in the church, generally, you know, but particularly when it deals with what is accepted or what is not accepted, is because people really do not understand all right the place, the role of God's word. All right. And so my 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 philosophy in engaging God, in engaging his word, in engaging my own life, as much as I will not say that I'm 100% there, I'm not there yet, but at least I know one thing, that my prayer must be built, must be established on the word of god praying for the nation praying for community whatever we see happening in society all right regardless of the pain regardless of the negativity we cannot pray emotionally we cannot pray amen leaving the principles or the values that heaven has established in his word because god is not going to answer that prayer all right we have to pray prayers that are in line with the word of god all right a thousand christians being killed all right in, in in this awakening of the jihadists, all right must never push christians to the point where they begin to pray that god should arm them all right with some physical weapon to go fight and you know and kill their enemy that will never be in alignment with the word of god the bible says he will lift up the sword all right will die by the sword we want to live in accordance to the principle of god's word we want to believe in the same god amen who brought down fire amen who fought on behalf of his his people wanna one believe amen uh, you know our our walk with god to get to the point where we see that same god amen who parted the red sea amen, who delivered his people amen from the, 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 the armies of, of you know of, of you know, of, of, of the wicked we, we, we want to walk in that concept in that reality in that consciousness that our prayer is effective that our prayer cannot be with something else we can't pray with something else we can't pray all right looking for something else we 've got to trust. In our prayer we've got to trust in that which heaven, amen, is doing, and, and that's the beauty of prayer that when you pray, you have to learn to trust God to answer the prayer. All right, you can pray and then you begin to see, uh, uh um, you know, negativity results, you know, all kinds of false things happening around you, you know, needs and lack, and then you now begin to delve into kind of uh, uh ways and 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 you know, and methods to want to see those things met you know because that's really what happens to us we pray to god all right but we have also not learned the the, the concept they the, you know the the, the the spirit of waiting which obviously has to do with building our life on the fruit of the spirit because one of the fruit of the spirit is patience we've got to learn to wait data wait upon the lord so when you pray all right you may not immediately see the result but guess what you have to trust god To intervene, to answer in his own time, at his own, you know, a pace in in his own method, with his own uh, uh, instruments. We cannot pray to God and then go ahead and start looking for solution from, you know, God knows where. No, we have to learn to trust because we want to raise a company of people, Amen, who can wait upon the Lord. We don't want to be like Saul. He, He prayed, he waited. All right, he said, "When I see the people scattering, when I see that the enemy." You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, advancing towards us when uh, when we see that there is nothing again to to hold on to. Saul so said, "I I had to I had to make the sacrifice myself, because the the the, the 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 priest the prophet wasn't forthcoming, and they said you've done a foolish thing." So that's that's a lesson that we need to learn. Alright. That the place of prayer is a place where we learn to develop trust. And that's why I kept saying that, alright, one of the things heaven is restoring in our day is the ability, amen, to learn to develop the fruit, the values of the spirit in the place of our spiritual engagement. Because what what we have seen is total disengagement, alright, between that which we are doing in terms of spiritual activity, alright, To that which we are in our spiritual posture. Our spiritual posture or wisdom and understanding, amen, must align with our spiritual activity. So we can be praying and then we're doing something else. We can claim to have the knowledge of God's word, but our life, amen, is reflecting a different value system. We want to collapse the gap. We want to come together. We want to come into oneness. That is the kind of a church, amen, that is going to bring forth, that is going to change, that is going to bring deliverance. All right. Let's not be moved by what we see in the natural. I mean, I mean, God can send legions of His angels to intervene on our behalf, in particularly the church. I mean, when I look at what is happening in my country, Nigeria, I mean, today genocide is taking place in Nigeria. There is a state cup, you know, a uh, Plateau and and Kaduna. These are two places that the Muslim are actually warring over, all right? Because these are supposed to be Christian, you know, uh, uh Community living among or right, other Muslims, and they have they've expanded. You know, the the, the gospel have expanded particularly in Jos. I mean, I grew up in Jos Plateau like, State, so uh, I I know this I know this terrain. And Kaduna, uh, I don't know much about Kaduna, but I, I I used to travel there. All right, but these are you know these are you know uh, uh, you know like, you know states that are in the north in the northern part of Nigeria that are obviously dominated by Muslim. But guess what? This community, all right, I've 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 grown. Through the years to love to love Jesus Christ, the gospels you know used to thrive in those areas. But with this you know insurgence of you know Islamist you know movement and all these you know terrorist things that they were seen here and there. I mean, a lot of Christians have been killed. Lo- I'm talking about thousands. I mean, genocide is basically happening. They, uh, uh, you know, was if last week I I, you know, I saw something all right that they are trying to ban right you know. Uh, uh, you know in terms of legislation they are trying to ban the you know the church you know the, the preaching of the gospel in, in Kaduna state i mean this is something that they are pushing you know it's gotten to that level now that they're pushing that they don't want you know uh, uh, that if you're going to be a you know a, you know a, a preacher in Kaduna state you need a license I mean, basically, you're trying to, you know, shut the gospel. You're trying to shut, you know, the, the the movement of of the gospel because these guys they are afraid. Heaven is penetrating. I mean, my country is is one country that I can tell you, you know, is one that has gone through complex, you know, uh, uh, history. And one of the one of the histories of of, of of Nigeria is that there's been this battle between the soul of Nigeria between the the you know the Christians and the Muslim. And I thank God that what God is doing right now is an awakening because the church in Nigeria back then grew up, I mean, you know, developed, everything was, you know, working well for them, but the church went asleep the church fell asleep and, and to me that is a wake up call even for South Africa that we would never think that okay we've come to a point in our life where we have no battle we have no I mean in terms of you know uh, uh, national you know uh, challenges but guess what we also have our own you know unique challenges here There are kind of challenges that you know South African are dealing with that you know you may not find in Nigeria I mean so we've got to deal with nations based on their context of society but one of the things that I'm afraid of in, in South Africa is the nonchalant attitude is the lukewarmness of the church all right is is the backwardness of the leaders is is that sense of you know you know s- you know slumber and not really bothering about what is happening in fact even in other countries or in, in their in their in their neighbors in their community we, we cannot leave our hands on, excuse me we cannot fold our hands and just like okay well well it's that's them it doesn't bother us here that is a kind of a deception all right that has brought down so many nations all right, so back then in Nigeria, you know, the, the, the church, you know, many, many Nigerian has raised many leaders, many men of God who have, you know, uh, uh, gone into the world in terms of preaching the gospel. I mean, Nigeria is is a is a, is a you know is a nation of pioneers. So, many, I mean, I'm a product of that country. But guess what? In, in the in the in the in the early nineties, you know, mid you know nineties, you know, towards you know uh, uh, two thousand. Things were happening in Nigeria. There was a two movement. God was coming into Nigeria and speaking and warning the people. At least back then, I was one of the voice that God was using to warn the people that church were were falling asleep. But back then, while the church was falling asleep, everything was booming on the on you know on the on the outward. You know, people are just building churches here and there. You know, people are going into this mass building of cathedrals. All right. The church was booming in in, in finance, money, you know. It, it it became the gospel of money. And, you know, things were really happening for the men of God. And you you find 10,000 people in a church, you know. You find 30,000, some, you find 50,000. I mean, they, they were known all over the world. And we kept saying, this is a state of slumber. Something is happening. Now I don't know why I'm saying this this morning. But because this is not what, I, in fact, what I, I'm planning to talk about. But let's just see how the Father will lead us. Because I think heaven is, you know bringing us into some important truth that we've got to really look into. And and the church really was, you know, the, the, the mainstream church, you know, kept increasing in terms of numbers, you know. People were doing all kinds of things, you know. The standard of, of Christianity and the values, you know, began to drop. You know, people like us that, you know, were declaring truth and proclaiming truth, were being ostracized, were being rejected, okay. We have being pushed to the corner to the point we, we begin to live in a place where you call a cave, Right? the cave adulam became the concept of you know just protecting the little knowledge, the little revelation heaven is giving to us. And, and from there we began to proclaim and declare judgment is coming. I could remember I was declaring to the people judgment is coming to the church, judgment is coming. But nobody knew that judgment was going to come all right from the northern Nigeria, from northern Nigeria that God was going to raise all right the Muslim you know community to begin to judge his church. Because I believe I, I tell you, I believe what is happening today in, in, in Nigeria. It's not the fact that the Muslims are, are powerful. It's not the fact that the Muslim think they know, you know, uh, uh, they know how to war, they know how to battle. Can they fight God? I mean, can Mohammed fight God? Can Islam fight God? No. But you see, God allowed those things, I mean, t- to, to happen because the church fell asleep. And every time we go into slumber, regardless of, you know, uh, uh, um, the context of of our existence it could be in our own personal life could be in our family life could be in our community life the moment the church the moment we go into slumber guess what we've opened our life for invasion we have opened our life for invasion invasion at all kinds of levels amen will begin to you know uh, uh, come you know come to our space and this is what happened to the Nigerian church. But I believe, I believe that, you know, a, a lot of people are finally, well, not, well, <laughs> let me just leave it that way. I believe that a lot of people are finally, you know, realize, and it's my prayer that the church generally all right, because the one of, one of the grace of intercessors is you want the people when captivity comes you are still going to be the one to go on behalf, on behalf of God on behalf, excuse me, on behalf of the people to begin to plead for mercy again that's the beauty you see so the intercessors we live in the two realities of realm now you're the one telling the people judgment is coming when the judgment comes when you know you know captivity comes you are still the same one that will go before the Lord and say God have mercy on the people and this is my point this morning alright that because the church went to sleep and you in all kinds of things has been happening. I mean, the Nigerian church right now is, 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 in, is in need of divine intervention because if the Nigerian church collapsed in, in, in Nigeria, that means that country might actually fall into another civil war. I mean, Africa cannot afford another civil war. And, and 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 certain people right now are drumming. They are really drumming. Okay, you know, uh, at the drum of of, of war. I'm, I'm talking about people in you know who are Christians now because they've seen the way their brothers have been killed. They've seen the way people have been burnt. I mean, a whole community burnt down. we are seeing the same thing. Not just in Nigeria. It's happening in 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 Nigeria. It's happening in, in in Burkina Faso. It's happening. You see, it's like this this insurgents. This you know, a, a terrorist guys. They just want to invade. Africa and and take over because that's their that's their plan. They are looking for a caliphate. They're looking for a caliphate. May we not bury our hand in the sand and our Christianity is just about bread and butter. No, this is time for us to stand up and begin to engage, Amen, in the spirit of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and begin to really pray. Because I tell you, I mean, like I was saying, we cannot even afford to close our eyes every in South Africa. I mean, look at uh, Mozambique. I mean, these terrorist guys—they are already, you know, trying to penetrate Mozambique. W- what are they looking for? Guess what? South Africa is their, you know, is their destination. They want to take this nation they want to infiltrate this nation and i know if you ask me i know in my heart that they they already have their you know their, their their you know their strategy and their you know networks in terms of finance because certainly certain people are financing them all right and we know that south africa is is a very rich country all right and money are flowing here and there and that's why the government need to really tighten up all right the the the, the, the you know their monetary policies so that we we don't have money flowing from the East, south africa to you know God knows where, alright, to, to sponsor terrorism. We want to be able to pray. We want to be able to believe God, that God will a resource. That's why one of the reasons why we've got to pray for our president. We've got to pray God, you know, resource him with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May God give him sight. May all the people that are working for him be people who have understanding of the times. We've got to, we've got to understand the reality of the battle, of the days that we're living, alright, so that we can raise the kind of quality of men that can stand up to that challenge. Alright, I'm going to come back to this because that's one of the things that I really want us to look into as we connect today's prayer, amen, to the kind of men that is required. I mean, we just celebrated Father's Day, Youth Day. What kind of men is God looking for, alright, in our time that can really you know build up the wall that can wedge the wall that can stand or right, before god because that's the battle all right that's the battle and, and 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 that brings me to what i was trying to say earlier that we cannot use carnal, kind of physical you know human weapon to try to face these things that we see on a human level we cannot do that if we try to use what we are facing on the human level amen to challenge to fight Amen. what is happening to us on a human level, but it's not human, we're going to lose the battle. We're going to lose the battle. We cannot afford to do that. We've got to understand that what we see, the battles that we see, amen, in the natural realm, are related, amen, to a spiritual (coughs) reality. And when we learn to fight, amen, in the realm of the spirit, is one of the lies, one of the tactics, one of the tactics, and, and it has worked for the devil for, for centuries, is that when he begins to attack the people of God, all right, it takes the attention, it diverts the attention of the people of God amen, from the real enemy, from all right, the core, from what, what they are supposed to be dealing with, all right, to the physical realm to the physical, you know, reality. Like you talk about poverty, you talk about pain, you talk about, you know, you you know, a, a, a lack of security. You talk about, you know, like what we're seeing right now, the devil is using, amen, I Islam is using terrorism, all right, to terrorize a lot of people, to terrorize a lot of Christians, to terrorize, you know, society. And a lot of people are living in fear, all right. So, 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 we've we, we seen the tactics, we've seen that tactics is using fear to the point in the day we read uh, when God said, Okay, Gideon, I'm going to use you to fight, to fight and bring deliverance to the people. The Bible says, 32,000 were bound with fear. I mean, out of an army that was going to face the enemy. These guys were already, you know, uh, uh, called to be I army. Mean, they have already called, called to be trained to go war. <laughs> God said to Gideon, these people are too much. You're going to see something now. Bring them. I'm going to test them for you. A declaration was made. Are there any among you that is, that is trembling with fear? Raise up your hand. 32,000 people raised their hand. They said, sorry guys, you are not qualified. And that brings me to what I'm talking about. We need men that are courageous in our day. We need courageous men. There are challenges that are before us that we are faced with, all right? And when we look at those challenges, let us not fix our eyes on the Goliaths, on the mountains, amen. On the you know, on the valleys of dry bones, whatever it is that we want to call them, all right, that we're saying, because something, if our eyes, if our sight has not been calibrated, if we have not developed the nature of what I call the second man, the last Adam, if we have not developed, amen, the concept of David, that when he looked at Goliath, amen, he was seeing Goliath, amen, from a different perspective, if we have not developed that, I'm, I'm sorry to say, we would never be able to face the complex issues that are before us so these are some of the things that i'm just highlighting all right so that if we like i like i'm using the you know an example of nigeria now if if you allow if, if the nigerians allow what is happening in the human realm all right when you open you know news and you 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 read on social media the way this you know terrorist guys are killing people like i said from you know from the northern nigeria you know your just which was a place i grew up and your kaduna i mean you look at all this place, this Something in you because we are emotional people something in you would say no this is just not acceptable this is just not fair this is just not right alright particularly when the government of the day are really not really defending the people it's like the government all right, are in support of what is going on alright so so when, when you look at that there's every tendency that you want to go for amen tit for tat you know sword for sword amen eye for an eye <laughs> tooth for tooth but that's something that we read in the old testament so 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 i believe god is using all this now to awaken a sleeping giant to awaken the church to awaken the church and we've seen divine intervention amen the bible says amen when Stephen was killed it, it pleased the people they went amen for you know for for for, for peter the trimming jail so you're gonna die you're the next guy to die but guess what the bible says, and prayer was made amen without season prayer was made without season Prayer was made without ceasing. And I believe the God, amen, who intervened, who opened, who sent his angels, amen, to go break the bar, the bars of, 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 of iron, amen. The, the, the prison bars fell. The Bible says the chain fell off. The hand of the servant of the Lord. He walked out of that prison. He literally walked out of the. I mean, this brings me back to what I'm talking about. Do we still believe in that God? Because when you begin to hear the kind of drum, what drum people are beating today in the church, this is a crucial moment for us to realize. Okay, all this thing happened to us because God allowed it, not because the enemy is powerful. This is the point I really want to make: that when something happens to you, or something is happening within your community that you feel powerless, that you feel, you know, you know, you know, incapacitated. The, the 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 thing is not to go into your own idea into your own you know canal you know adamic process of thought and begin to, to ask yourself what, what 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 am i not doing right how do i how do i engage this thing now you want to use your falling adamic knowledge to, to you know to deal with this issue because you're feeling the pain you're feeling the heat guess what shadrach meshach and abednego all right Knew They knew something about their God They said you can trust in the fire Even if God will not save us That is a powerful principle Even if God will not come Amen to deliver us We will still not bow Have we gotten to the point Knowing that it's either We use the principles of God To engage the enemy Or we don't use anything Because if we begin to raise sword for sword Guess what? The Lord will back out because there's something God is trying to teach the church. There's something God, amen, is trying to awaken the church to realize that we have lost. Like I said, the Nigerian church used to be a very, very powerful church. And I mean, and the world can testify to that, amen, how that, that nation has raised, you know, leaders. Has raised leaders. And the nation is still raising leaders. And I can assure you, there are still men in Nigeria Men of God that are seasoned, sound If there is any nation today in the world That you talk about producing True leaders, it's Nigeria And on the other hand, I'm sorry to say It's also a community that has produced Some of the most perverted Some of the most perverted You know, humans So, so this is a nation of, 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 of Various layers of complex, com, com, Complexity Various layers of You know, of, of, you know, of, 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 of Context so you, you you cannot point a finger and say Nigerians are X Y Z. No, because you'll be you'll be you'll be you'll be making a mistake. Nigeria has different faces, different qualities of of you know of of, of life of people, you know, Of ministry, I mean, there are some people that I, when I listen to them in Nigeria, when I listen to these people, I'm like God help my spirituality because these people are sound and yet there are people you listen to you just feel like God just, just shut this man up. just shut him out just remove him <laughs> so that's the reality and that, that, that happens you know in society but what we're looking at is amen the general state the general condition because we're dealing with a shift in season so maybe god is basically using nigeria this morning or right, as you know uh, you know uh, uh, as an example for us to learn what is taking place all right not just in south africa but in other part of the world because i believe nigeria is is a case study if you want to study the rise and fall amen of of, of the church you need we need to study the nigerian church The Nigerian church is something we need to really study. I mean, I wish I've got that time, you know, back when I used to write. I wish I have that kind of a time in my hand that I can really sit down and bring out a book just dealing with the Nigerian church because that's a powerful case study. And we need to do that. Somebody needs to do that. Because we can see all the loopholes. We can see how this church rise up. We can see how God used, you know, there are men of God that have laid landmarks in Nigeria. That we, we no matter what we do we cannot wipe them off they are there they are there some are sta- some are there some of them are dead alright and I knew when the shift took place alright just in in the mid you know nineties uh, uh, where the Nigerian church began you know I mean that was the time the spirit of the Lord began to shift the direction. Right? Of of you know of, of you know of, of his move and of his spiritual emphasis for the Nigerian church, and that was also the period where the enemy came in and perverted the people. The people got corrupt. The people got carried away, all right? by you know, you know mammonic spirit. The people got carried away by mammonic spirit, materialism. You know the the the, the 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 Americanized ideology of of the gospel swept through you know the Nigerian church and that was because of poverty that's because a lot of our men of God were not really seasoned in terms of their identity they, they you know they, 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 they gospel carried away they get you know swept away all right by this false false you know gospel that it's all about god wanting to bless you materially and there's no doubt that god really wants to bless his people and indeed god is blessing his people but when we make that when we make that the main thing when we make our prosperity when we make our healing when we make our deliverance when we make our right, getting a husband getting a wife getting you know some new job as the priority of our walk with god then we miss god and that was what happened To the point that the testimony you hear or in church back then is oh God gave me a promotion, God gave me this, God gave me that, God gave me that. You never hear or that God led me into mission, God sent me somewhere, God used me to no no. It 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 became something the gospel became something that was fixative on self. And the moment anything we do, amen, becomes fixative on self, God will remove his hand. Because amen, God will not share his glory amen with man that's what God said to Gideon they are still too much lest Israel said my hand has got me this victory bring them to the waters let me test them for you God is testing the Nigerian church God is going to deliver amen that church that community that society that nation but it's not going to be with these noise noisemakers And God, I'm telling you, friends, God is speaking to us and we need to understand. And so one of the things that I've said earlier that I really want to conclude as I continue to, you know, deal with this concept of, you know, the dynamics of a shift in season is that when the Nigerian church missed, you know, messed up and missed the focus and and, and the speakings of God, all right? somehow the enemy came in invaded the house invaded the church all right we didn't just see right, or a gospel we see man we literally saw amen the works of darkness we saw how the Muslim community we saw how these terrorist guys all right, that have been funded by God knows where and, and and they begin to and because you ask yourself where in the world where people in the context of Nigeria have such sophistication of weapons and and you know and you know financial muscle all right to do the kind of things that you know, that you know, they're, they're doing to the point that, all right, the, you know, the, the the government can't stop them. So, so we know that there's a political aspect, but we also understand that there are thought forces. So, the but the point that I'm making is, even with all that, it's because God allowed them. So, what is God saying to the church? I hope somebody's getting the point that I'm making this morning. There is no power, all right. That is enforced or that is exercise that God has not allowed. We've got to have that understanding. Our philosophy of God, amen, must must reach that level. I mean, when Pilate said, Don't you understand, Jesus, that I have I have the power to acquit you, to remove you, to you know, to, to ask you to go free? Jesus said, No, you don't have power except the one my father gives to you. Who, who's giving who, 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 who who, who, who is that person? What is that system that has got so much power that can stop, that can hinder, all right, that can challenge the powers of God? The Bible says the sons of God gather, and Satan himself was there. <laughs> and, and, and God said, Have you considered myself and Job? For there's not like him. <laughs> it, it wasn't even Job that decided, ah, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna destroy this man. It was God's idea. It was God's idea. Have you considered myself and Job? For there's none like him among the sons of men. <laughs> and Satan said, well, I've been trying to get that guy, but is it not because you've placed an edge around him? Is it not because you've protected him? Is it not because you've done X, Y, Z? That's why I can't touch him. Satan said, remove your edge and see if this guy is not going to cost you to death. If this guy is not going to cost you because of the kind of affliction I'm going to place him. God said, go ahead, do, do it. But don't touch his soul. Come on. Is God afflicting the Nigerian church today? Yes, so that the Nigerian church can be awakened and realize that we messed up big time. There is no devil nowhere that can stop that which God, Amen, wants to do. Nigerian, the Nigerian church is going through a, a season of chastening, and all those big men of God, all those big bishops, all those big so-called apostles who have no understanding of what Amen is happening. God is bringing them down on their knees. And the South African church needs to look at that, and churches across the world need to look look at that and study this and study this. We, we God is using this, amen, for us to look at and and really wake up, because we like it or not. If we decide, amen, to walk outside the counsel of God, outside the will of God, God will raise someone, amen, to torment us. You know what I'm talking about. Every time you walk out of God's will, out of God's way, amen. Somehow, He allow you to do your own thing. Suddenly, you get beaten by certain things. You know, that old, you know, kind of nature you thought you've dealt with, suddenly that thing, you know, wakes up and starts giving you a good one. And you find yourself on the fly. You wonder, my God, I thought I defeated this thing. No, you defeated it because you abide. You abide. You walk, you walk, you're walking in the consistency of truth. But the day you think you've arrived, friends, there are no arrival in this journey until we finally see him. This has to become a reality to us so that we don't find ourselves in a situation where we think, oh yeah, see what my hand has got in me. See what my hands have, you know, I have, see what have we have achieved. The Nigerian church got to a day of arrival. They thought they, they've achieved something because men have built, you know, 10,000, you know, uh, 50,000 seaters auditorium. Many of them today are running around with bodyguards. Come on church. I'm saying this thing with all with, with with pain and burden in my heart. I feel. I mean, I I mean, I've been praying for that for that nation. I can't. I mean, f- for, for more than for more than twenty eight years, I've been praying for my country. I mean, I love my country. I love my country. My good God, if not that God sent me to this country, I will never I will never step into any other country because I love my country. Except God sent me there. I mean, there are people who said to me, why don't you come to United, um, to, 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 to United Kingdom? My brother Israel, you're watching from United Kingdom. I mean, I, 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 I have friends back then. They said, oh, come to United Kingdom with the kind of message God has given to you, with the kind of grace upon your life. I mean, you, you would do you would do well in, in, you know, in UK. I said, God didn't send me to UK. Some say, why don't you come to America? I said, but God didn't send me to America. God sent me to South Africa. I'm positioned where God sent me. Until he, he speaks otherwise. And if he speaks otherwise. If you say go back to your country. I'll be there because I love my country with all my heart. But guess what? I've come to love this nation as my own. And that's why I will never say oh them South Africa. No I will always include myself. Because I'm part of this nation. There are two nations in my heart Nigeria and South Africa. These two nations. And these are two nations the devil is struggling to destroy. You see, the devil is trying to bring them at loggerheads. There are several times the enemy has tried to bring these two nations. That's all tactics of the enemy to make sure that God's prophetic agenda for our nation, for our lives, amen, don't come to pass. Divide them and rule them. Look at what happened between Nigeria in terms of, the, you know, the MTN saga. I mean, so many things. I mean, but guess what? We're still here. And we are still, amen, upholding the, the prophetic counsel of God for these two nations. And we will continue to do that. We will never give up, amen, because God's counsel, God's, I believe that these two nations have, you know, divine you know, a, a, you know, a, a objective in terms of working together to bring to pass, Amen, the awakening, Amen, of of the African, you know, a, a nation. I believe that. I believe if we can have these two nations truly rise up, Amen, and begin to walk in the in, in the maximum power of their prophetic, you know, uh, intention, that we're going to see an Africa that is awakened, that is, uh, you know, arisen, Amen, that is empowered, Amen, that begins to speak, Amen, with one voice. It's my desire, and that's what I want to see. But I know that that's not going to happen if we don't begin to al- align, Amen, people in in these two nations to understand what God, Amen, has planned and ordained for them. We must understand that there is more to our 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 call, There is more to our you know our ministry, all right, than just looking for a greener pasture. To me, South Africa is not a greener pasture; it's a mission field. A lot of people that have come here looking for a greener pasture. I'm not looking for this. There is no place God sends you that is not green. If you go to a place that you think, well, it's green that the economy is doing well. I mean, look at what is happening to the economy of South Africa. A lot of people have come here because of the economy. Oh, the economy is here. But look at what is going on right now in the economy of South Africa. So the economy of south africa is, is 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 in a very low state but we believe god that they will they will be an awake and that's why we pray but we we've got to pray with understanding we've got to pray knowing amen that things don't just happen because they happen things happen because somebody messed up things happen because the church goes asleep things happen because we allow the enemy amen to you know to to, to infiltrate things happen because amen somebody in in the position of decision making in leadership amen you know uh, uh throwing the towel amen compromised but we believe God for a change as I'm praying that God will awaken the Nigerian church that God will begin to you know uh, listen to our prayer as we repent of our sin of our iniquity of us turning our back against God as we continue to engage God and say God have mercy on us have mercy on our land have mercy on the nation heal our land Because God said, if I find him 10, for 10, he said, I will not destroy the land. So we believe in God without a shadow of doubt. I know without a shadow of doubt that there is restoration back to that church. But that restoration, hallelujah, is going to be in the context of judging those that have brought the name of God to distribute. I believe that with all my heart. That God is going to judge those charlatans. Because, if, I mean, I could still remember back then where, you know, the, 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 the church now began to go into, you know, you know poly, 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 politics and start mentally into all kinds of things. All right, that compromise, that compromise, amen, the values, the authority and the voice of God for the nation. We saw that. A lot of people will you know, will, will, will disagree with me, but all that began with, you know, with with with, with Archbishop Benson in Daosa, There are a lot of people who, I mean, I went to his school. I went to Benson in Daosa school. I mean, I studied there. I knew the man. I mean, I saw things on a very close proximity, and I saw iniquity. I saw iniquity in the in this massive thing that influenced the Pentecostal Church in Nigeria. And I remember, you know, in, in my graduation, God said to me, this man is not going to lay hands on you because this man, I mean, in our graduation, he was the one praying for people and handing their certificate to them. And in fact, back then, they gave opportunity to people, okay, if you want to walk for Church of God mission, I mean, particularly if you're good. I mean, and I was, you know, really mounting at a very important position there at, you know, in school. I, I used to lead the prayer, you know, uh, uh, community, you know the student prayer community i used to lead that and also somebody like me there's opportunity but the lord said to me i remember the lord said to me do not allow this man to lay hands on you and do not have anything to do with them if you finish you leave i didn't fully understand what god was saying back then but god had a plan you see and so when I speak and I say, "I thank God for what God used Benson Dowser to do in the Nigerian Church. Thank God for a day where we saw God use this man to bring deliverance and, and miracles and you know and knowledge and, and the gospel of prosperity." But guess what? He missed it because it became a he became a show. I could remember back then, you know, you 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 in his church. I mean, because Sundays we are all forced to go to to their church. You know, this man is preaching, or somebody is preaching in his church. This man walks in. I mean, when this man walks into the church, is like Jesus coming. Is is our entourage of people and security. Anybody preaching, when this man walks into the church, the person must stop and acknowledge him. And you know how they hail, you know, it's like you, you know how the, you know, the, you know, the, the, the traditional people, they hail, you know, uh, uh, some important, you know, uh, uh, dignitary or, you know, a leader walking. And they will continue and hail this man and hail this man. And I could still remember back then the Lord said to me, this is Babylon in my house. This thing is coming down. And I knew that hey, we're ready for something hey, there's going to be a shaking in the church but we began to declare that guess what, a lot of people challenged me and said no, who are you to challenge this This is don't you know this is Archbishop Benson in Dahosa I honor the man, I respect the man but he was one of the people the enemy captured that led the Nigerian church into captivity because of the false extreme gospel of prosperity he brought to that nation today we are suffering it he died, Oyedepo took it over Redeem took it over come on these are these are high places oh well now God is aligning me back to what he's been talking about these are high places religious high places gods in the house men who are sitting on Moses' seat in the house of God people who have who have struggled who have challenged the glory of God people who are stealing the glory of God today we have them I mean this that move that perverted move that began in Nigeria spread to South Africa today we have young young people that that call themselves ag young young people you ask yourself how in the world did you get to this point young young people that are calling themselves bishops young young people that are going to pay homage to god knows where somewhere just to get power just to get influence just to get you know just to be part of the clique just is i'm not part of no clique that's why i'm different i'm not part of no clique I don't want to be part of anybody's clique. I don't want to be part of anybody's network except the one, the people that God networked me with. When God has not connected you with somebody, when your heart has not been joined with somebody, you can be part of their network, you can be part of their group, you can be part of God knows what they call it, but guess what? You are not going to get what you're looking for because they're only going to use you and dump you. relationship is born and maintained by the spirit not by religious circle because those religious circle have become a circus they're all entertainment they just want to scrape you take all they can take from you some of us have wrong allegiance we're connected to the wrong people We go to the wrong place. We fellowship in the wrong place. No wonder our life is not growing. We no wonder we cannot move forward in the things of the spirit because we are, we are wrongly, we are wrongly connected. We have become like you know Jonathan connected you know bound to the 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 house the house of his father Saul that has been rejected here is God connecting you to a David but you cannot connect to David because David hasn't has nothing David 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 has no you know dome to show David has no big you know crowd David has no you know Lexus he has no you know you know a mess this he has no jet plane he doesn't have you know 5000 you know you know members in his in his Leadership network but guess what He is the man that has been chosen He is the anointed of the Lord He is the next one that is going to be the leader He's going to lead the people to victory These are days that calls for us to make Some very important decisions Friends We are talking about in a day amen, Of a shift in the season When a season shift, we must know how to shift to the season We must know how to move amen, In the directions amen, of, 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 of the emphasis of the spirit There are some men today, there are some churches, there are some ministers today, amen. They are referred to, amen, as the glory of the past. They are referred to as the glory of the past. But if you are still looking at what they have, you're still looking at uh, the, the position they occupy, you're still looking at the people coming to bow to them, you will be deceived. From the time David was anointed to be the next leader, to the day he sat on the throne that took him 14 years thereabout. can you journey with a man you believe or with a move or with you know a person you believe god has called to lead you further amen why you divorce yourself from that to which seem established that which seem to be prosperous? i mean that's the reason why a lot of people are entrapped in these places particularly in the nigerian church and here in south africa and so many other places in the world because they're doing all kinds of things like i said once you come into their community you are entrapped you will never go out the day you say you want to leave the day you you see somebody saying something new that attracts your spirit that you know that that you know that resonates with your spirit ah that's i want to go there they will put a curse on you and you know they will only do that if you allow them i keep saying to people in the kingdom, there are no permanent friends. they are permanent interests. I don't have a permanent friend. Many of the many people that I, I thought, oh, these guys, they're they, they, they hearing God's voice. They love God in South Africa. You, no. They've got, they've got their own agenda. So I cut them off. I cut them off. Or else they will distract you. Before you know it, you will begin to eat on their table. You begin to sound like them. Before you know it, they will quench your fire. Before you know it, you will begin to drink from, their, from, from from the same cup they drink drink from. Before you know it, you become drunk like them. you can no longer see your sight is taken from you. Before you know it, your eyes will be plugged out, your vision is taken. The cost of my calling is too more. It's too, it's too just too much for me to you know to you know to sell it on the plot of you know relationship because I want to be in some people's good book. I don't want to be in anybody's good book. See, that's why God created platforms like this. Because God knew that, amen, a revolution is coming to his church and this revolution will be beamed, amen, through, amen, a network, you know, a, a platform, amen, that will be free, that, you know, will be you know, uh, 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 that will allow people to hear, amen. And you won't need to connect to some God knows. I mean, imagine if you need to connect to some big shot who, who are working in SABC or working in some uh, 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 um, God's channel, and you know, God knows what they call all this, you know, TV network. I don't even have such money, and even if I do, you think I'm going to waste it on the, on those things? No. So God knows what He's doing. So while we have this window of opportunity? Why we have this window of opportunity? Let's this max- it. We don't know that we will have another another you know a, a pharaoh who is not who is not friend amen to Joseph and we may just begin to censor what we're saying amen on you know on Facebook and, and they're already doing it. I told you the last time that you know uh, uh, um, YouTube say if you don't have a thousand followers you are not allowed amen to you know to, to live stream on YouTube. You can no longer, you can no longer live stream on YouTube if you don't have a thousand followers if you don't have a thousand like a thousand subscribers you cannot live stream again on youtube and then the last thing i also heard youtube say no they're now they're changing their policy all right anything that you know that 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 seemed to challenge all right the, the 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 you know the opinions or the belief of other people all right there's a way to put it basically targeting the church so if if you in fact, one of the things they said is if you claim your own God is better than some other God, in the name of religion, they're gonna pull down your things. You're gonna pull down your you know your your your, your you know your channel, you're gonna shut it down. That is YouTube. You, you guys go Google it. We are in a day, amen, where the battle is raging, and some of us are still sleeping. Some of us are really do not understand what the spirit of the Lord, amen, is calling us into. This is a day where we've got to maximize every opportunity that heaven has given to us. That's why I mean, I mean, what we, what we, now you're able to see me live. I mean, we, we're paying so much just to get you know, a, you know, a, a, a different network, you know, so that, you know, you, I can, this, this gospel, this truth can be beamed out there. This is not cheap. There's a price to pay financially and otherwise. But, but thank God we're doing it. Because I tell you, we don't know how, long, how much time we've got. We've got to see the reality of this thing. May, may, may it not be said that in the day where Facebook begins to shut us down and begins to say certain things you can no longer you know, say on Facebook or certain videos we will no longer allow, may it may not be said that when we have the opportunity, we did not do what we need to do? that's why i'm appealing to you using this morning to appeal to you please support what we're doing because we want to we want to continue to to beam this truth out to the body of christ somebody out there you know somebody sent me a message yesterday oh that touched my heart this lady said to me he said she said you know you're a true father you don't know what you have what you have done for so many youths in our country you have awakened so many hearts you have enlightened so many people you have imparted so many lives I mean, and tears start running down my eyes. So keep doing what you're doing. We believe in you. Don't be quiet. Don't stop doing what you're doing. That is an encouragement to me. Because sometimes I ask myself, am I really making the kind of impact that I'm supposed to be making? Because you know the, the 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 strategy has changed. All right. The platforms we're trying to use are changed. All right. Sometimes okay, we have I mean there are men of God trying to block me. In fact, not trying they've blocked me. You know, there, there are certain places that you know when you mention Isaiah Phillips, okay, because they, they said XYZ among themselves. So I, no 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 no. We don't want Isaiah Phillips here. <laughs> it's gonna mess up our agenda. You understand, so I'm I really believing God that God will give us grace and keys to penetrate communities. I want to start to go into communities, come into province. All right? We just have some gatherings there. All right? Back then, we used to have a fellowship in Johannesburg. I mean, we need to begin to awaken these things again because I feel a sense of urgency. How do we have a fellowship in Johannesburg? How do we have a fellowship in Nef Spring? How do we have a fellowship all right, in, in Cape Town, in God knows where? All right? Let's just continue to spread the fire of this thing. This is how Amen. we can maintain the revolution Amen, of the spirit. Let's not be quiet let's not be quiet or else people people amen will be shut into those those houses of tortures those houses that they call themselves churches but they are houses of torture people's vision has been taken from them many people their sight have been taken they can't hear god again they have no capacity amen to speak to speak the truth because all they see is one man and that man has defined their world i mean this is injustice this is injustice. So, we have to begin to, you know, ask the Lord, what can I do to advance the purpose of God? What can I do? Amen. To to What role can I play? Amen. In pushing the agendas of God. I mean, I want I want to be able to have, amen, you know, a, a footing again in Nigeria so that when we continue to beam what heaven is calling us to beam, amen, people in Nigeria can hear these things. We believe in God for great things. Let us truth that we're proclaiming and declaring I did not just remain at the point of we just hearing and watching and you know in liking it let's, let's do something amen let's b- build a movement a movement that is not owned by a, by a man amen let's build a faceless movement that when people lift their eyes the face of a man they see will be Christ not the face of Isaiah I don't want to be known. I don't want to be recognized. I've always said that even while I was a pastor, I don't want to be known. I, neither do I want to be, you know, uh, uh, be seen as, oh, that's the man of the day. The day you do that, the, the day God kills you because God will not share his glory with man. But guess what? We want to be at the forefront. We want to be the arrowhead of that which the spirit of God, amen, is doing within nations. Whatever God, amen, will allow us to, you know, impact and, 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 you know, and influence. Let's do that. Let's spread this truth. This, this is this, this, this is pure truth. Some people don't want to hear this truth, but guess what? They don't have a choice. They have to hear it. God is knocking down, amen. The the wrong order, the false order. God is breaking them down, amen. We want a quality of men and women, amen, whose heart, whose mind, whose entire life are completely in alignment and in agreement with the mandate of God for this new day. So, as God continues to shake the church of Nigeria, we'll continue to pray, God, have mercy. And as we continue to pray, amen, we believe the Lord is going to show up. Because I do not believe, amen, that no terrorist has the power to stop what God wants to do. I do not believe, amen, that no, 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 no human has the power to hinder, hallelujah, what God wants to do. I do not believe that there's somebody, amen, somewhere who can stop what God wants to do. Amen. Except the Lord, allow them. Accept the Lord, allow them. Amen. I do not believe that any terrorist group, amen, has the power to stop God's prophetic intention and God's, you know, a a counsel for the nation, amen, of, of, of Nigeria. I do not believe that. Neither do I believe that terrorism, amen, will have a footing in South Africa. I do not believe that. I believe that when the church awakes, when the church, amen, position herself on the wall, I believe if the church will begin to proclaim and declare, amen, that this nation, listen to this, listen to this, friends. Once again, I'm going to repeat this. The day. The chief justice of this nation bow the knees in the parliament and call upon the name of God. That day, that man opened and made a proclamation in the realm of the spirit that, that this nation belongs to Christ, belongs to God. That day, you and I, Amen, have been signed and enrolled, Amen, into the ministry of restoring God back to this land. So, so. If 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 we're not seeing that as a prophetic symbol, you know, you know, symbol that that usher God back into this nation, then I don't know what else we're waiting for. This is the time where everybody needs to mount their position. This is the time where everyone needs to mount, amen, their position on the wall. This is the time we need to begin to build back, amen, the broken walls and the bond gates. This is the time where we need to, amen, align our heart, align our thoughts, amen. You don't have to be me. I don't have to be you. The Bible says they build wall to wall. Mount your place, mount your wall. The Lord, you know, know, drop the word in my spirit this morning. To change the world is to change our own immediate world. If you want to change the world, you start with your own immediate world. A lot of people want to go out there, you know, to make an impact, you know, change something out there. But guess what? You can start with your own little world. Start with where you are. Start with where you are. Start with your own space. Start with your own community. Start with your own family touch with your own family and this brings me back to you know the point that i actually want to emphasize this morning all right we've been celebrating father's day you know and it's youth day and all this which are good but guess what the voice of god for in our society for our day is i mean what kind of men are we producing what kind of men are we producing are we producing men amen whose whose life excuse me whose life has been captured amen by humanistic you know identity is that the kind of men I we produce? Men who have no capacity to stand for truth. Who have no courage, amen, to declare that this is what God, amen, demands for my home, for my family. Men who have no vision. In the days when my ha- men have no vision for their home, for their family, for their children. Come on. We want to be able, you see, because at the end of the day The future, amen, is built In the now, what, whatever is going to happen In the future is because certain people Amen, are already establishing Are already architecting, they are already Designing their future, Fut- the future Doesn't just happen, the future, amen Becomes a reality of that to which We have built, of that to which we have Established, amen, people who are Into, you know, breakthrough engineering They, they begin, you know From, you know, from where they are all right, and they begin to think about it. I'm already thinking about the kind of future I want my children, amen, to to you know to to live in. Or right? am not have the kind of you know financial muscle to send them to the best of the best of the schools? But guess what? I can play my own little role, amen. I was I seen my son, you know, some time ago. I mean, my son used to attend, uh, 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 you know, um, you know, one of the private schools, you know last year i mean but this year we couldn't just afford it because just too much for you know for both of them so we couldn't send them to you know to you know to you know to the private school. so we had to get you know at least a school that is not 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 that public but it's public in a school that is here in, in in the community and back then my son was already do coding he was already they were already teaching them coding so i'm asking my son do they teach you guys coding in this new school he says no and i'm saying to myself so what what, what are they teaching but that's the challenge that we're talking about. Now, I have to find an alternative, alright, to try to maintain the quality of my children's education. Because without, without a solid education imparted into your children, guess what? The, the, the future is bleak. The future is bleak. So, so if we're talking about, amen, awakening a people, a generation, amen, who will impact the next generation, we've got to begin to redesign how we think as fathers. Don't just fold your hands and send your children to school and and you're not interested, amen, in what they are being taught. You're not interested, amen, in what is going on, amen, in the environment, in the community. You've got to understand, amen, that there is a world out there that we are going to be at loggerhead with. And you've got to prepare your children. You've got to prepare your home. You've got to prepare your family. You've got to prepare your immediate world, amen, to face that reality that is coming. You like it or not, education is one of it, all right? The the, the 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 social life of your children amen must be intact i'm already teaching my children what it means amen to 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 have a, you know a, you know a, a sound quality sex life you you got to do that my daughter i'm already teaching her those things the, nobody must touch you here and there these are things you've got to understand alright, you, 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 you're building values into the life of your children nobody's going to do that for you no 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 parent, no, excuse me, no teacher is going to do that for you, if you're waiting for, for teacher teachers themselves, they're under pressure they're, 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 they're not properly resourced I mean, in, in a place, I mean, in, look at this in my in my in my, my children's farmer school, I think they've got about 12 or 14, if I'm not mistaken, in a class or even less. I mean, the school my son is today, they've got twenty-two, if not if not more in a class. How do you expect the teacher to survive? <laughs> just imagine. I mean, I, I'm just gonna faint because I mean you you have every day you've got twenty-two children, pupils to train, to talk to. Guess what? Even if you're trying your best, you're gonna drop the standard. You're gonna drop the standard because you can only talk this far. And you know, some children are just they you can't just have a way with them. They they just because they're they, expression of their household. All right. People think school, school, school is just an extension of our of you know of the various homes, you know, that that we we, we we come from. From you know, the society is a reflection of the school. So if you're talking about you know children stabbing themselves in school, guess what? Don't don't blame the school, don't blame you know the, the teachers, blame the parents, blame where they're coming from. So we've got all these are things that we've got to deal with. I'm talking about the dynamics of of you know of a shift in season over a nation. Every one of us must find the role we are called to play, so that our prayer, Amen, is well resourced with knowledge, with wisdom, with understanding. That we're not praying some prayer that is completely aus- outside the season. Our prayer must be in alignment to, <clears throat> excuse me, to the to the demand of the day. If, 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 you know, the president said it's a new dawn, that new dawn must be visible, must be reflective in every area of our life. It has to be a new dawn, amen, in terms of how we parent, how we engage, amen, how we deal with, you know, situation, how we, you know, look at our children. It has to be a new dawn, amen, in how we, we teach, amen, in, 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 in the curriculums, amen, that we're teaching our children. Let's not be teaching them things that are not relevant to their future. Let's empower ourselves Let's proclaim a new day, a new dawn Upon every aspect of our life Let's declare it Because I do not believe that the man just said new dawn Because he just thought and said Oh let's proclaim a new dawn I believe God placed that word in his mouth And that was prophetic That indeed is a new dawn for South Africa But guess what, if we don't begin to empower ourselves Individually to understand that truly This is a new dawn and, and, And when a new dawn dawns upon us Like we've shared in the past, guess what It's still dark you know the, the 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 beginning of a new day start from amen a second a second past you know past 12 that's the beginning so it's still dark. things still look as if they are in the same old fashion in the same old way but guess what it's a new day it's a new day and we need to begin to change our engagement our understanding our values our principle amen how we we see ourselves We can't continue to see ourselves in the same old way and we're proclaiming new dawn. Nothing's going to happen. We're never going to see the experience of this new day. So, I'm praying that the church will wake up, alright, as the church continue to, you know, rise up and understand the the, the responsibility and the demand of God for this new day, amen, and we continue to proclaim that, amen, and shift and and redirect, amen, this ship, amen, towards the direction of that which heaven, amen, is leading us into. We will begin to see The right change It's going to be gradual is going to be grabbed up but guess what the you know the, 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 the shift the change is going to be consistent if we continue to pray if we continue to pray let's not lose our you know our position let's not allow ourselves to be distracted let's continue to pray let's continue to advance amen the will of God the counsel of God let's continue to proclaim amen that which heaven amen he's saying he's proclaiming over our nation over our life let's continue to be that instrument guess what like I've said before it doesn't take the whole you know Nation to you know to believe that a change has come, it only takes a few quality company of people, amen. The principle of you know of 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 divine representation must be there amen god found noah god is looking for a quality of of noah of noah generation amen of esther generation amen god is looking for a people in our time in our day that can go on behalf of that can represent the people that's why we are called to be priests a priest represent amen the community represent amen the, the, the society we want to go as priests over this nation amen on behalf of this nation we want to stand amen like god said amen I sought for a man to stand in the gap, so God is looking for you know quality of fathers quality of men in our day in our society that will, that will see amen and, and 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 align with that which the spirit of the Lord is showing them, not fathers that are blind, not fathers that are absentees, not fathers that have no sense of understanding, have no sense of time, have no sense of season, have no sense of understanding amen they, they just continue to you know live their life. Fathers who have been captured, amen, by the spirit of the age. Fathers who have been captured, amen, by religious by religious spirit. Just ex, you know, exhibiting what the society, what religion and tradition want them, amen, to express. No, we want we want we want fathers who can go into the Word of God and begin to redefine themselves, re, re-identify themselves, amen, in the values and in the principle of God's Word, amen, and pass that to their home, so that their children, when their children look at them. This truly can say, I want to be like my father. I want to be like my father. I want to be like my father. This is how we change the world because f- fine, we, 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 can, we can transform the economy. But if the people that are supposed to be benefiting and maintaining and advancing the economy are not transformed, guess what? So it's all a matter of time before everything collapse. So I'm challenging us this morning that as we look at what God, you know, is doing in Nigeria as God continues to raise, all right, you know, uh, uh, this ungodly people to awaken the church because indeed that's what is happening. I do not believe that you know some Muslim pa- people have power from anywhere to stop what God wants to do. No, Nigeria, is, Nigeria is a saved nation. But God is using them to awaken the, the, you know, the church. Get back in line. Get back in line. Like I said, there is no power except the power that God has given. All right? No one has the ability to stop what God wants to do except the Lord allows it. So that's something that we've got to understand. That's an established principle. So, as we continue to pray, God, have mercy on the Nigerian church. The Nigerian church is going to wake up again. Nigerian church, amen. Once again, we'll begin to align their heart, their soul, and their mind back to the will of God. And then we're going to begin to see holy men, righteous men, take their place, amen. Continue to declare, amen, the counsel of God, the prophetic counsel of God. Because God's objective for a society, amen, is that that society come to the place of its eternal prophetic purpose for them. Every nation has got, amen, a divine prophetic blueprint that they must build by. So that every Everything that you're doing within the structure, within the context of that nation, is towards the prophetic objective of God for that nation. And so it's South Africa, and so will be Ghana. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Cameroon. You know, uh, 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 Nigeria, Burkina Faso. No matter how you know these terrorist guys think okay we, we're gonna we're gonna just run through the church because these people don't like to uh, uh, they, they can't fight us they, 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 their God doesn't believe in using guns and using you know um, machetes and using God knows all. but guess what our God ca- can call down fire our God can rain down fire our God hallelujah can pat the sea and that is the God we want to see in our day our God amen will continue to appear to them while they are bowing their head to some God God knows where Christ will continue to appear to them in their mocks. but i want to encourage us let us not amen begin to raise our sword amen let's not begin to look for some you know guns and some god knows what may we may it not be said that the church amen is thinking of going into war amen with with with, with physical weapon that is something i want to establish this morning may it not be said amen that we are beginning to you know gather arms to go fight no no it's not going to happen it's not going to happen because that is not the strategy of god that is not amen the tactics of the spirit god will fight for us we will hold our peace but we are not stupid that's the point i'm making we're not stupid amen we are not ignorant we understand we understand that we can use physical strength but we understand that we dare not use physical strength because the day we use physical strength we lose amen our position in god we lose our authority amen we lose our edge so this is God making a statement And God is watching If this Saul will be changed Or if this Saul will decide to do his own thing The Bible says When Saul saw that the people were scattering He was afraid He was gripped with fear He said when I saw the people scattering And, and, and I waited and I didn't see The, the, the prophet Samuel coming said, I decided to offer the sacrifice They said you've done a foolish thing we, want, we don't want to be found to be foolish You know The wisdom of God is always foolish to men People say, are you going to just fold your hands? And this will continue to kill you like this. Listen, we're not going to fold our hands. We're going to continue to pray. And we're going to believe God and trust that God, amen, will show up. Because the three Hebrew children says, amen, even if he will not show up, we will not compromise. That is the key, that we do not have a church that compromises because of pressure, because of need, amen, because of our emotional you know, our instability. We are not going to compromise we're gonna trust God, He's gonna show up, and even if He doesn't show up, we're still gonna give glory and praise to His name. Because even if God doesn't show up, that is a statement. Can we come to the point? Can we can we so trust God that you will not go out, and start looking for your own deliverance, start looking for your own, you know, you know, way out that you're gonna wait. That is something we've got to think about this morning, and that's something that I'm connecting back to South Africa. That we cannot trust in our own strength, in our own power. That we cannot trust, amen, in, in, in what some God knows who says. That we cannot trust, amen, in... You see, when we trust in our own wisdom and knowledge, amen, it means that we have, we have belittled the wisdom of God. It means that we, we amen, we, 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 we have come to a position of saying, God, sorry, you're just a figment of my imagination. You're not real. You see, if I give you a call... I say hello, hello, Steve. He "Hey, Hi, how are you doing? And I tell him, I'm gonna come. I gave you my word, I will come. What are you gonna do? Just hold on for me to come because you know that I've said I'm gonna come. You just, you just, I mean, it's natural if we can hear God and know what God is saying. Let's trust in that which we have heard and not and stop doubt and say, Did he actually say? Did he say he's gonna come? Now you can only doubt if you're not sure of what I've said. You can only doubt, amen. And 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 and, and if I didn't show up, God, guess what? You're gonna call me back and say, "Hey, what's going on?" You said you're gonna come. Are you not coming? Amen. You're not gonna be looking for an alternative somewhere else. No, because this person has given you His word or a word. This is the point I'm making. If God has given us a word, amen. Let's hold on to God's word. Let's hold on to that which heaven has proclaimed and declared. Let's believe. Let's be people, amen, who believe. Let's be believers, not unbelieving believers. Let's trust God. Let's keep His word alive in our heart. Let's keep our hope alive. Let's keep our faith alive. Amen. This is a call for every one of us as God is speaking to men, God is speaking to the entire community. It's time we stand. It's time we stand on the truth. It's time we stand on the word of God and it's time we hear the directions of the Spirit. This is the demand of God. There is a new order of men. There is a new order of men that God is calling to stand the watch, to stand on the rampart, to be positioned on the wall, to build up hallelujah in this new day. It's a new day, friends, and we have to continue, amen, to proclaim the new day until we see the brightness of the day. The path of the righteous is like the dawn of a new day. That shines brighter and brighter, even unto that perfect day. The perfect day is before us, but let's not give up. Let's not give in. Let's not throw in the towel. Let's not fall, you know, asleep. The Bible says, "Why, amen." The bridegroom delayed; they, they fell asleep. We don't want to fall asleep. This is the time where heaven is calling us to wake up. It's a day of awakening. Let's pray. Let's stand in the gap. Let's push back the activities of darkness. Let's push back the works of terrorism, amen, that wants to come in through Mozambique. In fact, we're pushing them out of Mozambique, They're going back to where they're coming from. Africa belongs to Christ, not to some terrorist group, not to some caliphate. This continent belongs to Christ. This is not a weakling you know, community society. They, they, they were pushed out by the by the Americans from you know from from Syria and all this place. Now they're looking for you know the weak link. They're coming to Africa. No, 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 not here. Our God will fight for us and we will hold our peace. We will rise up in prayer. Let's continue to pray. Let's continue to ask the Lord to resource amen, our government. Let's continue to ask the Lord to expose them Wherever they are Let's continue to ask God to rain down fire on their camp Wherever they are They will not succeed So many innocent lives have been destroyed Because somebody is trying to impose You know His religion on others And that's not Christianity We don't impose our, our belief on people No We pray and we believe the Lord Amen To, to conv, convict the heart of people To touch their heart Yes. So whatever we do in trying to impose you know some belief or truth on people, guess what? It's not accepted. That is not the ways of God. One of the greatest mistakes the church made alright in, in history was you know was 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 the idea of crusade, forcing people to become Christians. We don't force people to become Christians. We don't force a man a people to become Christian. We don't force the state, amen, to make Christianity you know a state religion. No, we don't do that because this is a hard thing it's a relationship you don't force people into relationship you force somebody into marriage guess what you will never have the heart of the person you may have the body of the person but you will never have the heart of that person i mean i grew up not believing in god i grew up among christian i grew up in a, in a christian in a, a religious home but well, i never believed in that god because of the character because of the life of the people Every Sunday, they force us to go to church. They will give me, you know, the, the, this God knows how much back then. Maybe it's one kobo. I can't remember. But, you know, maybe one cent. On the road to church, I spend that money. I don't give no offering. I spend the money because of the character of the people that claim to be Christians. And I grew up, I don't call myself an atheist, but I just believe in God because I, I've got all these questions in my head if there's god why should that happen to me why is this happening to me why are these people doing this if, if 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 we claim this god and these are i mean my family i'm talking about my extended family now they're very religious people very pious people and very rich i mean they build churches for people you know they do all these things everybody look at them like wow these people but guess what They just their life is i mean that and that's how god has made me from the beginning i'm i'm just a real person if it's not real to me i don't believe in it and this is what has really enhanced my faith today because if you're not authentic you cannot be my friend i cannot be your friend. we cannot just be friends if you're not authentic i hate things that are fake i hate things that are not real i hate things amen to you know to portray what they are not any system, all right, that portrays to be what they're not, you, you can't find me there. I will be the one to scatter that thing. I'm not claiming to be perfect, but that's just how God has wired me as His prophetic, you know, uh, instrument, and that has kept me. And I think that kept me till today. I mean, I would have fallen prey to all kinds of, you know, cult, you know, religious cultism, Christian cultism. I would have. Fought. I wouldn't. I mean, I told you guys some time ago they wanted to make me some God knows what. We'll give you X, Y, Z. You just take this position. I said no, I don't want. See, that's me. What you see is what you get, and that has kept me. So, so, and that is Christianity. That is Christianity because I see that that is consistent with the nature of our God hypocrisy, amen, is the definition of Pharisee. You're claiming to be what you're not. The Bible says the Pharisee will go to the ends of the earth to win a proselyte, only to make that person twice the son of the devil. I mean, what, what, what a definition of iniquity. So, we, we, we cannot afford, amen, to, you know, to clone people and to force people to become what? No, no, no. Let's preach the gospel. Let's do everything out there to preach the gospel and we preach that gospel in love and in compassion and then allow the Holy Spirit to do the rest. I do not believe in a gospel that says, okay, it has to be Christianity alone in the land. No, let other religions thrive. But guess what? When they see the light of God shining in you, when they bow their knees, is that not what happened in the land of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar declared, There is no other God like the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Come on, we want to see that God show up in our day. So that when the people bow their knees, it will not be because you force them, it will be because they finally realize that there is no God like the God of Elijah, like the God of Isaiah, like the God, amen, of, 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 you know, of Jacob. Let's, let, let's pray. Let's believe God for a change. Father, we, we pray this day. That the reality of who you are, the reality of of your authority, of your dominion, of your power, of your presence will be first real in us. Because if it's not real in us, we cannot go out there. We cannot be bold to go out there and declare and say, my God will supply all my need. My God will answer you. My God will meet your need. My God will heal you. The reason why we cannot, we're not going for evangelism because this God we know we no longer know Him, this God we're not even sure that He's there again. That's the reason. I mean, I used to read books back then about, you know, people that would go to hospital and all they do, they just lay their hands on the wall of an hospital and everybody in the hospital just get healed. Just get healed. Because that person know, know his God. Those who know their God. This is a day you're calling us. You're calling the church. You're calling, you know, the nations to know you. It's a day of awakening. And so, Father, we pray once again that you will help us to throw away, to lay aside the things that we have we have focused on, the things that have captured our attention and begin to rediscover your reality in our life. We open our heart to you. We open our minds to you. We ask you to flush, oh God, the false order, the false position, the false beliefs, oh God, the false expectation. Flush them out. Wash them out, oh God father begin to lay once again a new structure of your presence in our life father we pray once again begin to lay within us oh god a new reality of your identity give us once again that concept that belief oh god to be sure to be to be certain of who you are of what you are to us help us oh god to go out there yes in the revelation of what we have seen on Patmos, in the reality of what we have engaged with on the mountain to go out there and proclaim and say, God is coming. He's real. Those who know their God will be strong. They will do exploit. Father, the flesh is more real than you. Our soul has become so real than the, than the reality of your spirit. And we know this is an abnormality. Father, we pray this day, change oh god our values change our views help us once again to behold to see oh god that that burning bush without the leaves consuming draw us draw us to the place of spiritual experience draw us to a new level oh god of spiritual experience bring us to a new day of spiritual encounter Lord, that when we finally dispatched, oh God, into our various places or our homes, oh God, help us to know that you are there. You say, Lord, I am with you, even to the end of the age. That you promise in your word that you will not leave us nor forsake us. Help us to know, help those men and women that are in captivity right now. Those young people elderly people that are captured by terrorism, oh God, that are under bondage, some kind of slavery, oh God. Father, help them to know that you're there, that the pain that they're feeling right now is not as real as your presence in their life. Father, I thank you, Lord, that in days where we are faced with persecution or we are called oh God to go into captivity because of our faith help us not to deny you help us not to deny you because we want to be a testimony even in the place of captivity as Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and Daniel where testimony oh God in their land of captivity as Ruth as Esther where oh God testimony in their place of captivity father I pray that we will also be indeed a light, a shining light in Egypt, in Babylon oh God, in that place of our captivity, help us not to give up, help us not to surrender, help us oh God not to feel forsaken because the greatest problem of our day is that we have felt forsaken, Saul felt forsaken, he did what he was not supposed to do and sometimes we truly feel forsaken so help us to know that we are not forsaken. When we don't feel you. When it seems your voice is distant from us. When the realities of survival dawns on us. When we feel like we've lost everything. There's no hope. There's no food. There's no money and all the friends have all gone and we feel alone and we start feeling lonely, may we remember that you're there because you will not break your word. You say, I am always with you. That even when we've not heard you and you've, we've seemed not to see you, help us to just believe your word that said you're with us. Because you are your word. Your word is you. You cannot break your word and your word cannot be broken. You said heaven and earth will pass away. But not a single stroke. Not a dot. Not a jot of your word will go unfulfilled. Help us to know that you're with my brother. That you're with my sister. Help them to know that they're never alone. Help us to know as a church that we are never alone. Help us. Because that is what gives us confidence to stand before Pontius Pilate. That is what will give us boldness to stand before the errors of our time. Before the pharaohs of our day. Help us to know. Help us. Give us that reality. That when we stand before the Red Sea and you say point that stick that we can do it because we know that you're there. Help us to know that what we don't see is more real than what we see. I pray that the church will be awakened to this truth. That when we are awakened to this truth, we will not look at they that are against us. Though they seem more than those that are with us. Open our eyes. Bring us to the place of the washing of our sight. Bring us to the pool of Siloam. Restore our sight to see. Because what we see gives us confidence and assurance. That's the key of the prophets. It says open the eyes of this young man that he may see. That they that are with us are more. Father, open our eyes. Help us to see beyond the realities that we are seeing. I thank you. I give you glory this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. I want to thank you so much once again for joining me this morning. We started a bit late, but well, I guess we've been able to pass across the heart and the mind of God for this brand new day. So many things that we have said this morning that may all seems to be scattered but there's a coherence to everything that has been declared. There's a a general team. God is searching for a man. God is looking for someone that will stand in the gap In in a proclaimed new day, in a proclaimed new season. Let's be the man that is standing out there that is going out there that is proclaiming the reality of the new day let's not leave the job for those in leadership remember we are all in leadership let's play our role let's play our path let's continue to uphold the hand of our president and the cabinets and his leaders and his and those that needs to be removed may God continue to remove them whatever God needs to do remember he's shaking God is shaking this nation God is shaking this nation Wow! Well, because right, the righteous people must take their place and we're not going to fold our hands we're not going to be quiet so thank you everyone this morning for joining me i pray god will continue to resource your spirit empower your, your inner man I pray God will continue to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. I pray God will continue to release his grace, his wisdom, knowledge, understanding, but also his fear into your heart because the fear of God, they said, is the beginning of wisdom. So I thank you so much once again for joining me this morning. I want to appreciate everyone that is listening on our radio. If you're listening on the radio, thank you so much this morning for joining me. I pray that God will continue to strengthen you and God will continue to empower you. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. Have yourself a wonderful day. Bye-bye.